Hi, welcome to Designer Discussions. Today we have Matthew Gatazzi here with us to work with interior designers on how to use video for marketing for their interior design businesses. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. Hi, thanks for having me on. Awesome. We are super excited to have you here. Um, I know Matt because he does my videos and I find that having just a handful of videos for my business is almost an essential part of how we should all be working in today's climate of technology. Can you talk to me a little bit about what you've seen with the interior designers that you're working with and, and what you're putting together for them and why? Yeah, I like to think about uh, videos uh, more holistically. So I think a lot of times, a lot of people think, well, you know, everybody's on TikTok or everybody's on Reels, so I need to do this. But I, I really want to take a step back and ask why and and where do where do you start? I think you know you really want to start kind of at your base and at your foundation, which is kind of like your website and kind of the main spots where that's evergreen. It's always going to be there. And I think about videos as a way to have a sales conversation at scale. So instead of having a conversation one-on-one where you're explaining your process and explaining it every time over and over again, uh, you just don't have enough time to have all those conversations. So by creating these foundational videos first, um, you're able to kind of document your process, document the transformations that you've done with clients, be able to house that onto your website so that when anytime somebody comes on, they are kind of being sold already. So they already get to know who you are, how you work, the work that you've already done. Uh, You show it in a dynamic way more that I think that's better than photos because you can kind of see the before and after. And you do that in a way that is dynamic. And I think that really helps kind of set the tone. So before you even think about reels and TikToks and all this stuff, which we can definitely get into, I really start to think about why and really where to start. And you really want to start with those foundational pieces of content. So for a lot of uh, you know interior designers that I've worked with, it's really been about documenting their process, whether it's from, you know, if they do like interior design from like uh, their more architectural interior design. Um, so really showing like, every stage of the house being built, um, or if it's, you know, kind of a before and after a little bit more simple. Um, but again, really showing that transformation showing, Hey, this is what we did in our work, but overall, we really want to be able to show that so that we can have those conversations at scale. So you can stay focused on the design work and let the content really do the selling for you. So that when somebody reaches out, they already know so much more about you. It's a lot easier of a sell. Um, and probably because they're reaching out to you, they want to work with you because they've already seen the work that you've done. Um, and so you really don't have to prove anything because it's already done in the videos. I think this is really interesting because I feel like if I watch an HGTV episode, that like 30 minute with the commercials in their video, it's a commercial for an interior design business. Would you Would you say that that's accurate? Yeah, I would say that it's very true. I would also say that the people on the, you know, on HDTV or TLC or any of these other, you know, big platforms, they're 
probably not even the best interior designers, to be quite honest. They're not. Um, but what they're the best at is leveraging videos and photos and media. And so it's created this influence and authority in their space that makes people think that they are the best. Um, and most people really don't know the difference. And this is true for any artist, right? So I think some of the best artists we know um, will never be discovered because they're probably so focused on their art that they're not actually focus on marketing their art and getting it in front of people. Um, in some ways, if you want to just do it for yourself, that's fine. But if you're doing this for a business, which anybody that's listening here is trying to be an interior designer at like for their business, um, you do actually eventually have to step out of your art. Your design can only go so far um, because you're not selling to other interior designers that don't really care about the actual finishes or the sm super small details. They, the people that you're paying or that are paying for you are really caring about the process, caring about, you know, being taken care of. And that's not necessarily a design element, um, but media can really help build that trust. Uh, and so some of the best people on HGTV, they're not the best, but they definitely leverage media the best. So I think you can do that on a smaller scale. You don't have to have a TV show to do that. Um, I think that there's a lot of ways you can art do that in-house, but it's necessary because that is going to be the difference between you and another interior designer. What I hear from a lot of designers is being on video is hard for them. So what tips would you have just to get out there, get themselves out there to start to do video and then also how to be consistent in doing it as well? So my thing with being in front of video is that we already know it's hard, right? But you just have to do it. And if you want to be successful, it's one of those things that you have to do. And I know that because when you look at what who is successful in interior design, it's the people that can be in front of the camera that can communicate. But ultimately, don't think about being in front of the camera. Think about, I need to be a better communicator, right? And so even when you're talking to your clients, you need to be able to communicate. You need to be able to sell. And that is a scary thing because, again, you go into interior designing saying, I want to be an interior designer. And like, that's awesome. And like, I want to say that I want to do photos and videos and like, that's great. But most of my job, 80% of my job is not doing photos and videos. It's marketing. It's putting myself out there so that I can get that opportunity to do those photos and videos. So in the same way, I think about, you have to like really learn how to sell yourself. Doing it on video just is again, you put it at scale, but you need to learn how to do it one-on-one. -on -one. So start there, start when you're talking with your clients, learn how to communicate your ideas. I would also say writing is also a really great way to learn how to communicate your ideas. Because once you learn how to communicate, you're going to be a lot more confident to be in front of the camera. Of course, I guess in terms of like tips, it's just a matter of practice, right? So you're used to being in front of the camera, being able to talk in, you know, 60 second, uh, you know, short videos to having a longer process conversation. But, you know, being in front of the camera, it all goes back to how can I communicate well? And I'm constantly learning how to do this. I'm constantly learning how to articulate my words. I'm not always perfect. I'm a very verbose person. So I always have to learn how can I, you know, streamline my process and my, my thoughts into words. Um, and so I think that's the best way to start. And of course, practice. Um, you have to be critical of yourself as well. Um, not critical in the sense of like insecure, but 
watch the video back and say, how can I make this 1% better? And then if you are consistently doing this over and over again, uh, you're going to get 1% better. And so the, the interest of that is just incredible. Um, in terms of staying consistent, having somebody uh, is important. I think, you know, being, if you are uh, not going to do it intentionally, like if you're not going to go work out, like probably pay for a trainer, like that's going to help you out, right? That's going to help you go to the gym more. And so in the same way, like putting money into something is actually really valuable because um, you're, you're really investing in this opportunity. And if you're putting money into something, um, you probably are going to do it. Uh, if you're trying to do the free route, it's probably not going to be best. And ultimately, like you want to stay in the interior design world, which is totally great, but you know you need to do marketing. If you're, if you're not naturally a great marketer, pay for somebody to help you do that because it's worth it because you know you need to do it. And if you don't have the time to do it, you have to hire it out. So I'm all for hiring things out so that you can stay in your design work and stay in your genius zone. And that will also keep you consistent because then you're not thinking about when do I need to do the next video? You have somebody saying, all right, Jason, it's time to record this video. Here we go. And like, you already have somebody doing it. So you just show up, communicate, and then leave. All the top interior designers, they're not shooting their own stuff. They've got a whole team doing it. And you don't need to have a whole team, but definitely having one person to keep you in line, to have a content calendar, uh, to actually help you shoot and edit videos or you know, with any graphics or anything that you're doing is going to be super vital to um, making sure that you stay in your genius zone, which is interior design. I actually have a related question to that because I come from a corporate background um, and we did a lot of videos at Kohler Company, which you can imagine were very, very expensive. Um, so I have a little bit of an idea what some things cost. Um, and there's very different production values. Like nowadays, everybody can shoot video on their phones, right? And that may be appropriate for some platforms. Um, but like you were just talking about, there may be other areas where it's really worth hiring somebody to have it done professionally like maria you did too and i'd just be interested for you to to give us your best recommendation if you think of a small business owner maybe as a solopreneur you know like what like you can't hire a professional for everything mm -hmm. it's just not feasible but if you had to prioritize like what videos should you hire out um so you can make sure they look professional it's like having professional photography of your projects on your website. So it's like, how would you relate that to video? Yeah. So I would definitely say, again, if you're going to start, don't start by hiring out for like marketing, like reels and TikToks and all that stuff that, you know, are, is very trendy. Start with, again, the foundation. So think about your website. So you want to probably have one video where you're just talking like to the camera, explaining your process what makes you different as an interior designer, some of the work that you've done. And it can be, you know, you can show like pictures of the work that you've done. Maybe you have other like footage of the things you've done or transformations or stuff like that. So that is one video that I 100% think that everybody should have. And that should really be a professional video. I think if you're going to do um, you know, showing off your work as well, those should also be professional videos, meaning that when you you have this culmination of work and 
again, it's the same kind of thought process of um, photos. Like you would get a really great photographer um, and obviously you use that so you can leverage that for, you know, p- like media, maybe like PR, um, as well as your own website, social media, things like that. Um, I think also you now really want to say, how can I make my own kind of mini series or some sort of, you know, kind of like a mini HGTV show, right? Like you want to be, you want to own your own media, right? So don't wait for HGTV to call you. You can actually create that show for yourself, post it onto YouTube, post it onto your website. Um, And so those types of videos, I think need to be professionally done. You know, you can have something that's going to help you with, understanding the script and the story, even if it's not scripted, like word for word, but just the idea of what's going to happen, they're going to get really great shots. It's going to show your work dynamically in a way that's going to be incredible and it's luxurious. And if you're an interior designer, you are selling a luxury product. So your brand, everything that you're putting out there should be luxurious and having a high quality video is the case. And so you really want to show and package your services as high quality. So you should be investing in high quality stuff as well. So that's just like off the bat. Then of course, like that's where you get started. Then like when you're thinking about like marketing on, you know, Instagram or any other platform, I think you want to be able to have somebody that's more kind of like marketing manager or some sort of like social media person who can actually help you with not just like creating the videos, but also helping you like manage everything because that's really a headache that takes a lot of time and effort. And so you kind of want that to be probably your first like internal hire of some sort, because they're going to be able to help you capture the behind the scenes and kind of do some more of that stuff that you can shoot kind of just on your iPhone. Um, And I think that is super valuable, but that's more of an internal thing. Um, Of course you can go high end, but I don't think it's really worth it for like the reels and stuff like that. I think that you really want to have, you know, somebody that's kind of more um, working for you and your marketing um, to kind of shoot that as well. And that person could be part-time just to start out. Um, But then over time, you could start to build out a creative team in-house if your team starts to grow. One thing I'd like to mention when you were talking about the barrier of working with a professional videographer and, uh, or not, these are some of the things, these are two huge lessons that I learned. Number one, when you are working with a good videographer, they will not make you sit and recite four minutes worth of audio word for word that you've memorized. They will walk you through. They will just have you do short snippets one right after the other. They'll explain to you if you've covered it and said it correctly and they make it just so much easier for you. Um, They will also help to make sure that your story gets across. They come and bring their own equipment And it will cost you less than what you paid a a photographer to photograph your last house. So if you are completing a home and you're thinking about how can I not just use the photography for marketing, but how can I also incorporate some video? This is the time to start looking at budgeting that into your marketing because you could be interviewed in that beautiful space you just designed. You could be walking by and touching the countertop and pointing out a detail in a video that would be housed on your website that someone would 
feel like very compelled to work with you after seeing Matthew, can you tell us a little bit about like some of the, cause he, he comes to my house, we work together. Like what is some of the, um, equipment that you bring to my house whenever we set up to do a, a video shoot, just so people can get an idea. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, bring some lights obviously, cause you never know like where the lighting is going to be in the house. So having some lights is great. Um, obviously just a really solid camera, super helpful. Um, you know, a tripod for kind of shots where you're just kind of interviewing. Um, so you know that everything like looks clean and good. And then, um, for interior design, um, whenever I'm shooting houses, uh, you know, I have a gimbal, which basically stabilizes it. So I can walk through the house and be able to have this, you know, gorgeous, um, just kind of simple you feel like you're floating inside the house, um, as you're watching it. And I think too, something that, you know, maybe this is kind of something that makes me valuable, but it is kind of going to what Maria was saying about making sure you have somebody that's not just shooting video, right? Because you, if you have somebody that's shooting video, um, you might save some money. Um, so you might go the cheaper route and save money, but you're telling them what to do. So if you don't know what to do, then they don't know what to do, right? They're going to be like, oh yeah, like, I guess it sounds good. Like, and that's really kind of what is the difference between good and great videographers is when you actually have somebody or a small team of people that know where this video is going to be used and where and how this is going to be said. So if Maria says something, I know, you know what, we need to say that again, or I know I can cut this and I'm doing all the editing as we're shooting. That is what makes me and I think other that is kind of a difference maker for great videographers or a team of videographers. And so you really want to think about when you're planning out your budget and thinking about how to invest in this. Definitely think about and when you're, you know, interviewing for for a videographer, you want to find people that understand where this is going, understand the intentionality behind this video. Um, and that's going to be really important. And if you go on the cheaper route, you're probably going to get somebody that's just going to come in and shoot footage, but they're not going to dynamically help you and kind of, you know, tell your message. So really think about that. And that's going to probably cost you a little extra. But when you think about the value on the end, like if this one video can bring in a few extra clients, the value of that video is insane. Like you're 10 xing your return, right? So if you're spending two to $4,000 on a video, but you know, if your average client is 50 K, you know, that you net one, one extra, like you get two clients out of that. I mean, that's like a crazy return. So I think people need to start to think about not the price tag at the forefront, like, Oh, this is going to be uh, you know, $4,000. Think about the lifetime value of that video, because that, that video, again, as I said at the beginning is a conversation, a sales conversation at scale. You can use that a year from now and it's still selling you things. Right. And so unlike a reel where it goes away and people are pretty much never going to see it again. Um, and you know, that's great to like get inbound leads, but these videos that you're investing in for your website and really showing off your work is incredible. And if you have 10 clients, you know, or 10 projects in the year, let's say, and you can get video of every single one. Think about how much value that like production is going to be like for, you know, customers, like 
five, 10 years from now, it's going to be insane. So I think you can really leverage this. It of course, at first might feel like a lot, but the second you do that video and the second you get, you'll see when somebody is like, oh my gosh, that video is so great. You're going to be hooked. So I know the first video is hard to invest in, but once you do it and you see the value and you have a good team that helps you with it, it's, it's like, if you're actually probably stealing from them at that point. So, (laughs) yeah, I definitely think that the most important thing is that the person that you would hire has some experience in performing the task that you are looking to have um, done for you as well, because then that way they already understand how you want to be presented, what type of information is going to appeal to your clientele base and that they're putting it together in a way that tells a story for you. And we, we like to to mention that sometimes designers just want to get to the nitty gritty and make a beautiful house, but we got to tell the story a little bit along the way about how we work with clients, about how decisions are made and how the process can be overwhelming for the client at the beginning, but we make that all more comfortable and safe for them. And we can do this also through video better than we can in photos. Yeah. I mean, you're selling a high ticketed item for a very select group of people, right? Like for the most part, most people, you know, they might buy one house in their life. They might do one renovation, maybe two renovations in their lifetime, right? So there's very little time, like amount of times, but the amount of emotion that goes into this is at an all time high. It's huge. And so really as an interior designer, I hate to say this, but like, yes, you are designing, but you're also like a therapist, Right. And like, that's a lot of your work is like this customer, you know, making sure that they're good. And you're basically putting out a ton of fires, supply chain. Like, I mean, there's so many factors that, again, have nothing to do with interior design, kind of, that is very scary. And that's also true with like videos and photos, like the services that I sell. Like, I'm selling this to people who, yeah, they're going to have to spend a few thousand dollars. Um, whether it's for consulting, whether it's for, you know, the actual videos. Um, but really what I try to do is I try to give them a really great high end product and, and kind of like, a, an experience and in the same way, like you can definitely leverage media to help you kind of soften that, that emotional state that a lot of your clients are going to have. And so it's just really important to think about how photos and videos again if you're if you're selling something that's high ticketed you want it to look like that and so it's worth investing in a great photographer a great um you know videographer i've I, i've worked on set like with other photographers and when i've seen that level of detail it's blows my mind it honestly makes me feel i'm like shoot i need to get i need to get my detail down right but it's but when you know you see you you've seen a, the difference between photographers and it's just mind blowing and those small differences really goes a long way and you really want to think about that for video but when you have that it really can help communicate this process before you even start the project and again that's just going to be so helpful it's going to save you a lot of time uh, it's going to save you a lot of headache Um, and even when you're onboarding clients, if you have a video that shows the process, like, Hey, this, you know, for my process, it's five steps. It takes 12 months. It can take up to 18 months, whatever it is. They know what's going on, right? Because you've already communicated it in a way where it's, you know, tangible. And sometimes if you talk to them one-on-one, it's like, 
you know, maybe the way the conversation goes, it's not as clear, but a video because it's being edited. It's like all those words are clear. The community, like every sentence has a reason. So, you know, it might resonate with the client a lot better. So again, this is another way to help you leverage a lot of this media um, for your business. And again, for your business, not just for marketing, but for literally every single aspect of your customer journey, whether that's from the buying to, you know, at the end of the project. Matthew, this has been an enjoyable talk. So let us know if our audience wants to get in contact with you. How do they do so? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super passionate about talking about how businesses can leverage photos and videos um, to really build their business. And I'm also really passionate about making sure that people can get paid doing what they love. And to do that, to stay in your genius zone of being an interior designer, you definitely need to go out and get some help when it comes to marketing. If it's something that's not natural to you, or even if it is natural to you, eventually you still have to get that off your plate because you need to stay in interior design space uh, of your business. Um, But you can reach out to me. My company is called Goodo Studios. That's good, G-O-O-D-O Studios. And you can reach out there. Um, You can follow me on Twitter where I talk a lot about uh, videos and photos at Matthew Gatozzi. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was was a blast. Awesome. Uh, We hope to see you all here next week on Designer Discussions. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening.